Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Anime Lounge podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Matt, alongside with my co-host, Lance, and our special friend, Alec. Hello, everyone. You guys remember him. He's been in a couple of our episodes. It's always good to have him join us for these. My adult beverage of choice for this episode is going to be Journeyman's Distillery, Corset, Whips, and Whiskey. Apparently, it was like a top four in the country last year for whiskey, so figured try it out. What about you guys, Lance? Uh, I am doing the exact same thing, and you failed to mention your Spotted Cow <sighs> New Glarus, and I am also drinking Spotted Cow New Glarus. <laughs> so, me, drinking the same thing as Matt. What about you, Alec? What you got? I am drinking some of the Downtown Toodaloo Rock and Rye, and I am also chasing this down with a, with a nice Spotted Cow. There you go. Definitely can never go wrong with a Spotted Cow. Lance, can you give us that synopsis for this episode? Sure. Today we are covering season one of Tokyo Revengers. And I'm going to steal this synopsis from my anime list. And it goes like this. Takemichi Hanagaki's second year in middle school was the highest point of his life. He had respect, a gang of friends that he could count on, and even a girlfriend. But that was 12 years ago. Today, he's a nobody. A washed up, no entity made fun of by children and always forced to apologize to his younger boss. A sudden news report on the Tokyo Manji gang's cruel murder of the only girlfriend he's ever had alongside her brother only adds insult to injury. Half a second before a train ends his pitiful life for good, Takamichi flashes back to the same day 12 years ago when he was still dating Hinata Tachibana. After being forced to relive the very same day he began his downward spiral, Takemichi meets Hinata's younger brother. Without thinking, he admits to a seeming... Wait, that was a typo. <laughs> Without thinking, he admits to seeing death before flashing back to his past. Takemichi urges him to protect his sister before inexplicably returning to the future. Miraculously, he is not dead. Stranger still, the future has changed. It seems as though Takemichi can alter the flow of time. Given the chance to prevent his ex-girlfriend's tragic death at the hands of Tokyo Maji Gang, Takemichi decides to fly through time and change the course of the future. And that's our synopsis. <laughs> that, I, I mean, that was very thorough. We'll give it to them. Yeah, yes. pretty good. There's a couple of big words in there for me. <laughs> yeah, so I, as you had said, we're covering season one. Can't wait. I know I've been trying to get you to watch this for like two years. So. Oh, yeah. As soon as this came out, you were already like, dude, we need to watch this. And this is back when I was on the Funimation train. Like, it's not on Funimation. I can't watch it. I don't want to subscribe to two different things. And now here we are. Everyone has to go down the crunchy train. So, yep. Crunchy uh, train. I like that. I was watching it with ads. Like, I, I enjoyed it that much. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> this is one that's always been on my watch list as well. Yeah. So when you guys were saying, hey, we're doing Tokyo Revengers, I was like, you know what? This is just the push I need to watch this show. <laughs> Perfect. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I loved it. But before we get started, Lance, can you give us that Lance's Lessons? Today's Lance's Lessons is the Japanese word for delinquent, and that is Tainosha. Tainosha is spelled T-A-I-N-O-S-H-A, and Tainosha is very fitting for today because we follow around a couple groups of delinquents. Everybody in this freaking anime is a delinquent, <laughs> so very fitting for this anime. No, we have two that aren't. 
Well, we do have a couple. Well, we have Hina and uh, Draken's girlfriend. Emma. Emma. Emma, Hina, and then I guess um, Hina's brother, you could say, is also oh, not a delinquent. Okay. There's a very <laughs> small, small is not delinquent. very small minority of people that are not delinquents. And a sp- speaking of small minority, my- Jesus, small, small <laughs> nymore. Oh my God, I can't speak today. Small minority of people. This fucking show has so many kids in gangs. Like, the entire population of Tokyo is just middle school kids in gangs. It just seems like. It's a concerning amount of children that yeah, are that's involved what I wanted, in yeah, very illegal activity. It, I mean, if you want to do the math, it's like 400. But. Yeah, yeah, when you break it down like that. But like when you when you see the scene shots and the, the gang fight, the war that was going on, like that's a shit ton of kids and they're all just fighting. Hey, but they, maybe early 2000s Japan was like rough and just yeah, booming <laughs> with kids and didn't care about... Anybody going to just split off and join I'm, gangs? You know, uh, if anyone remembers that old movie, not really old movie, God, I'm kind of dating myself here, but this is back in um, the late, uh, not quite the 20 teens, but uh, Battle Royale was a movie about a bunch of delinquent kids forced to fight each other because they were such bad kids, they were never going to go to college or amount to anything really, or uh, so they just kind of pitted, pitted each other against them, and that kind of got me thinking, like, wow, like, Maybe Japanese kids are really bad. And then this show comes out, and I'm like, wow, like it's kind of confirming this hypothesis right now. Like I, I don't wanna I don't wanna raise my kid there now. Or <laughs> like you, you you put thorough thought into this. I have, I have. I wanna go to Japan and raise my child there. <laughs> it's always been part of the plan. Now I don't now I have to consider it after watching this show. So one thing I will say with the show, I I'd seen it on line one time. And I wanted to confirm, so I did find something in an interview with um, with the author. So his name is Ken Wakugi, W-A-K-U-I. W-A-K-U-I. Wakui. Wakui, okay. So you can say Kui. The author is um, Ken Wakui. He apparently was in a gang in the 2000s. So this is kind of loosely based off his childhood. Like... Inspired by his childhood is probably the best oh, yeah. way to say it. He's got experience and he knows what he's writing about. So that's... Uh, Minus time travel. Yeah, not <laughs> weird. You mean he can't time travel? No, I wish I could. <laughs> it has not been confirmed whether or not he can. That's yeah, true. That's very true. But before we get started, does this show give you any sort of... Like remind you of any other shows? Uh, Yeah. Oh my God, why am I blanking? I was thinking about it the entire time I was watching. What's that one where the little kids... Well, we'll let Alec... Answer, see if he remembers. See how much anime he knows. Uh, see, I couldn't really tie this back to an anime, but it did heavily remind me of that um, Ashton Kutcher movie, Butterfly Effect. Okay. Where he keeps going back in time to see if he can change oh the future for the girl the, for the girl that he had a crush on, and every yep. single time it just That's... turned out not as planned. Yeah, for all of um, That okay. was significantly worse than anything Takamichi's trying to do. Yes, yeah. definitely. <laughs> much, yeah, that, that a much a... softcore version of, yeah. of Butterfly Effect. But um, as far as anime, it was ringing some bells, but I couldn't really tie it to any single one. What, what, okay. what did you guys have in mind? Oh, my God. We covered it, like, we did. almost a year ago or so. We did. What's the name? I can't remember the name oh, of it right now. Erased? Erased. There it is. Have yes. not seen that. No. It's a super cutesy movie. Or movie. It's a very cutesy anime. Yes, it's very and good It's show. something you can totally watch with your significant other. Like, it's mm-hmm. a time-traveling thing and going back and, like, in Erased, he didn't intend 
to save this girl. Oh, shit, well, I shouldn't spoil yeah. it for you. So, well, well there. if you're going to watch this as soon as I go home, you're going to spoil the whole thing. From, like, 2012. I'm oh, yeah. sorry. It's old. It's over 10 years old. <laughs> but it's not a spoiler. Okay, uh, that, I mean, that's all I've had plenty of time to catch well, up. Right, remember, right. he does go back. Well, he goes back in time, and then he's like, he's like, wait, where am I? And then realizes that what he needed to do because he went back in time was save her. Like, yeah. that was the whole reason, essentially, he went back in time. So... Because remember, he goes to the future again and then goes back in time a mm-hmm. second time and then was like, here's my mission. I'm going to do it. So at first, I thought this was kind of like an is- uh, isekai? isekai? Isekai. Isekai. At first, I thought it was an isekai where um, where he got hit by that. I was like, oh, a traditional uh, this <laughs> loser virgin gets hit by a bus or a train and he oh, goes. sorry. You got to say train coon. Train coon. He gets hit by train coon. Truck coon. And, uh. And then he and then he goes into a different world, and because he had different hair, I thought it was a whole different person. Oh, um, I didn't realize it was time travel until like probably a couple minutes later. Oh, yeah, he, I, I thought it was. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was Isekai. Kind of like, no, now he's a new character and everything. But no, it was him. Yeah, <laughs> sorry so, to cut you off. But does it ever really explain how he jumps back the first time? Because Naoto's dead in that first reality, whereas in the, all the future realities, Naoto's still alive and they're able to do the the magical handshake that travels back in time. Um. Does it, how is the first time explained? Is, did no, I miss exactly. that or no idea? So first of all, Matt, how far did you read? Um, I read. No, I'm not that far. I I read the next chapter. Okay, so you you don't know a uh, no, bunch I, of information. I know that the <laughs> I know the manga goes pretty far. Yes. So sort of. Okay, so you're pretty much the same. Yeah. So you don't know a bunch of. Extras. No, this is okay. just gonna be kind of me hypothesizing. Okay, awesome. I think. Um, because, so yeah, fuck, what I was thinking can't be right, because he talks about, um, oh man, Naoto talks about how he saves uh, Takamichi, but ta- uh, Naoto is dead, so that's not possible, unless he's not actually dead. No, it's because, no. well, the, the train of reactions that has to happen is, he has to, he has to go back to the past, and he has yep. to give them the information yep and that information changes the future yep and that future change allows naoto to save takamichi from the train yep and continue uh takamichi's life mm-hmm. yes so that little circle right there like it's, that lets the story continue but that doesn't explain why it even started in the first place exactly yes. that's so, where i had a big problem yeah like, exactly we, and anime logic I mean, that's what they would like us to start with, but like, this still doesn't explain why it's even possible in the first place. Unless his near-death experience is what brings it on, and then the first is it the first person he touches? No, because he got beat up. Um, well, technically, he doesn't like touch another individual until he touches Naoto. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, he, he gets his world rocked. I mean, yeah, but it wasn't like a consensual game. like handshake or true. So maybe, maybe it's because like he made a deal and like he made a promise or something along those lines. Like a goal was set and something needed to happen, and then that started that connection or that uh, catalyst of whatever. Yes, you want to say. So like that's the only thing I could anime logic towards that. Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like. And also, why Naoto? I think it has everything to... One, I think it's anime logic. <laughs> Two, 
I think it has everything to do with the fact that Naoto is the only individual that would stay the same throughout the process. Mm-hmm. Because Draken goes to jail or he dies. All of his friends are in the Tokyo Manji game, so they're going to... If things change in the past, they're going to change in the future, so they're going to fluctuate depending on... But Naoto will be the same character no matter what. He will always be a cop in any future timeline. He's also aware of the future timeline every single time, (laughs) somehow. Somehow. He's the only one who's aware that things have changed. And Lance and I had this conversation. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Me and Matt went to an anime convention, and we were watching this, and like... Okay, so technically, if you go back in the past and change the course of the future, everything I, in the we, future. I can understand the core person being Takamichi only having like two versions of uh, of the timeline. But even but he like, talks about how there's these memories that I don't remember having, but I have them. Eventually, mm-hmm. he says that. Yeah, and he only says it that one time, which pisses me off. Like, <laughs> he should he should come back to the fu- come back to the present with. A a flood of new memories, which would be... I think that would be cool, but I also like the drama by not having... It's definitely a drama thing. Anyway, but yeah, what we were talking about is uh, Naoto somehow knowing that there's time-traveling capabilities. Yes. Um, So why would Naoto know if if Takamichi changed the future, everything should be a fresh start? Naoto would not remember anything Mm -hmm. that had changed from 12 years ago. And the only curveball that I can throw into this is because there's got to be some stupid link between the two, and maybe Naoto is a special exception. What do you got? I have a, after, uh, it was probably like episode 17 or 18 around, I think there's another person that can travel back in the past. I want to say that too, because there's there's so many I think times, I know who it is. What, you're going to say Kisaki? Exactly. Yeah, I think Kisaki got some kind of ability. Because he's, well, every time he goes to the future, Kisaki keeps trying to kill Takamichi. Yeah. And intentionally so, especially it's always linked to, um, what's her name, Hina. And he's always trying to kill both of them because he knows that Hina and Takamichi are linked to the past and the future. And I think that he's also linked where... He knows, he, and he gives Takamichi this look where he, uh, when when he's being accepted as the the third division captain, and he's he turns around, he intentionally looks at Takamichi freaking out, and he's like, "I got you again," because every single time Takamichi goes back, uh, Kisaki has a way of foiling the plan and making sure that the future goes as he wants it, not as Takamichi's trying to plan. Right. So the only wrench I'll throw in that is Draken says the reason why he's trying to kill Takamichi is the fact that he is close to Mikey and he is trying to hurt Mikey through the killing of his friends. Okay, I do now, remember that. Now, I'm not saying you're wrong. I like that idea. I think it's really good and it would make a really good story arc because essentially what they're doing is that they're fighting to go back in time to change it how they want to change it, which would make sense why Takamichi can do the things he does because that would give him a reason to know that Valhalla would become a part of the Tokyo Manji game or the Tokyo Manji game would be a part of Valhalla no matter what happens. So he can just be like, 
well, fuck it. I want to see what fucked up things I can do mm-hmm. because I know it's going to go how I want it to go anyway. I I can definitely agree with that. I, I think there's definitely some strings being pulled there. But kind of like going on these multiple characters, I kind of want to know your opinions. Who is your favorite character? Oh, man. Lance, you have a favorite character? Or if you're going to let me go first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll I'm, let you go first. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal Draken. Okay. Draken's okay. my boy. He's, okay. he's that tall... You know, he had that growth spurt early in life. He's bigger than the average uh, child his age, and he's just fucking murking everybody. Uh, he wanted to be that little badass kid, the first kid of his age group to get a tattoo and prove that he's a badass. Yep. Uh, his character design, you know, like shaved bald sides and like kind of got that uh, Viking-esque look going with his ponytail deal. Oh, with the braids. With the braids. I think that's pretty badass looking. Okay. Um, he's also like super nice, yep. like res- respectful. I should yes. say it that way. So he's got good morals. He's fucking powerful. He's a leader. He's he's an awesome dude. So I like him. Okay. Yeah, I really like him. Um, yeah, I like because they called Takamichi basically says that Draken is Mikey's heart. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I really like that man. I kind of want to go Mikey, but I think for being different, I want to go um, Baji. Baji? Baji, yeah. okay. Baji's cool. Because he stuck to himself no matter what, and he was willing to do whatever it took to get what he wanted, mm-hmm. which was to get Tomon back as he saw it, which was back to the original Tomon. Right. And for our listeners, just in case you don't remember who Baji is, he's the first commander. He's the one with the dark, long hair that he put up in a ponytail. Is super badass. Yep. Don't know mm-hmm. how he could forget him. It's pretty cool. It fucking stabs himself in the stomach at the end. Fucking psycho. The Kuro, yeah. He, uh, it, all to make his friend feel that he wasn't responsible for killing him. Because, I mean, he did cause his death. I mean, he stabbed, literally stabbed him in the back. Yep. But uh, he was like, you know what? I don't want you to take responsibility for this. I'm going to off myself so that way I have the final say. Yeah, I thought you, that was... I'm bleeding to death, but you didn't kill me. I killed me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he caused... Uh, committed seppuku. Seppuku. I thought it was called Kuro. S-E-P-P-U-K-U. Just okay. Google it. <laughs> so I had... Must be Japanese, another term. Yeah, Japanese suicide. It might be a, well, I, like a Chinese suicide or something. It might be the same thing, but just in a different dialect. Yeah, K-U-R... K-U-R-R-O. Or R-R-U. Because isn't that what... Um, the fighter from Tekken. Isn't that what he does? Yes. Yes. Um, so I'm oh, gonna, uh, for what? Y- Yashimuro? No. Yoshimitsu. Yoshimitsu, yes. He was one of my favorite characters. He was one of my favorite characters the as well. Pogo stick um, On the, sword. Uh, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, exactly. That too. Mm-hmm. I hated going against that movie. <laughs> but I always hated fighting Eddie. Cause Eddie was my, like, he was also one of my other favorite characters. He was essentially a cheat. Oh, he was he, so cheat. <laughs> he was like the, the beast guy in Street Fighter. The yes. Beast, the beast. Oh, like the green body, yellow yes. hair guy with the electric yeah. attack? Yeah, he... They were essentially the same thing because they were the only real character that fought low. So if you just stayed low, you would always win with those two characters. Mm-hmm. Or, well, I wouldn't say always win, but you would win a majority of the time with unless, those two characters. Unless you knew how to counter it. Yeah, I used to use that cheat move as well. Yeah, and it always pissed me off because, you know, being a young child, yep. I did not know how to counter those things. Yeah, so. just being an eight-year-old just fucking <laughs> mashing that one button or that one combo that you really like. Yeah. Down square. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, 
I always love playing at arcades, and so you get the three buttons, so you just match the three random. Ooh. I match the three. Okay, you're buttons. cooler. You played in an arcade. Arcades are much harder than like yes. an Xbox or a PlayStation controller. Yes. yes. Yeah. So much harder. So much fun though. But so as far as my favorite character, I'm gonna go like completely off on this one. I don't know why I had such a draw to him. I thought he was just awesome as hell, but like also kind of mysterious. I liked Hanma. Hanma? The, uh, okay. The step in commander for uh the Mobius gang or Valhalla. But kind of both. Uh, yeah, both. I couldn't really tell the difference between Mobius and Valhalla. But uh he was just he was the first person that really countered Mikey. Mm-hmm. And like withstood the the super kick and held his own against him. Actually, he held his own against Mikey better than he did against Draken, which kind of made me think that Draken might be a better fighter than Mikey. Well, we can't dissect that too much because he blocked one kick from Mikey and he had a full on fight with Draken. Yes, and well, he had another. He had, he joined the fight during that uh, the first hundred versus the fifty people. The when, uh, Draken bloody Halloween. Bloody Halloween. Not well, bloody Halloween. Not, that's that's, not, all, yeah, that's yeah, the that's before the Bloody one. Halloween. Um, but October was, 3rd, the November uh, 3rd. August 3rd. August 3rd. August 3rd, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, okay, August 3rd. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And he... So Hanma blocks the kick and then backs into Mobius and lets Mikey fight Mobius. And then... At the end, he starts getting into a fight with Mikey, but then I think Draken gets stabbed, so kind of everything reverts to that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure if everyone I remember, starts running away, basically after. Yeah, because the I'm, yeah yeah after um, Draken gets stabbed, everybody like disperses. Right. And to bring our viewers into place, this fight on the third was the one where it was outside. It was in like like a not rain. like a parking lot, but it was in the rain. It was yep. after uh, our main character got his first kiss. Uh, your typical it seems like every anime need, recently needs to either have a festival or a beach scene. So is your There typical... were both in this one. There was both. But this one, this scene just so happened to be specifically right after a festival. Yes. During yes. a festival. So yeah, this was during then, and then Takamichi runs away yep. to try to save uh, Draken because this is supposedly when Draken's like originally supposed to die. Yep. And yeah, yeah he so. carries Draken and then is in the alley, and the guy that originally beats him up is in the alley with his group of individuals. Do you oh, guys? Kiyomisu. Sorry, that noise you're hearing is me flipping my page. Kiyomisu? Uh, Ki- Kiyomisu? Ki- Kiyomasa. Kiyomasa. Oh, okay, here's the deal. I got okay. I wrote down Kiyomasa first. Yep. And then it sounded like some other characters were saying Kiyobasa. No, it's uh, Masa because it's M I Z U. Oh, you, we probably can look it up too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm wondering too, like, am, is my ears failing me because I heard Kiyobasa, or is that be, is that a play on Kiyomasa because he was essentially a boss? Yeah, because he was two. the leader of that yep. ring of right. individuals. Right. He was the one. Yeah. Kiyo Kiyomasa was a guy who was leading the fight ring. Yep. In the very beginning of season one. Yep. Before things got broken up. So, yeah, Kiyomasa was the one that wanted to stab uh, Draken for basically breaking up the fight, which I find funny because after watching it a second time, it was Mikey who got rid of it. All Draken did was kick him in the gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like you hate the person that kicked you, but not the person that actually lost you all your money. Right. <laughs> and called him out on actually not being a part of Toman. Yeah, he, I don't think he was a part of Toman. No, he was, he was disguising him. That's why he was really upset that... Um, 
uh, Takamichi's like, I want to meet uh, Sano or Kisaki. Which one do you know? And he no, like turned around. Yeah. And was like, don't you ever say Sano's name again. And starts beating him with a bat. And I think because yeah. he was afraid, because he's like, oh my gosh, if he actually meets the leader, then he's going to, the leader's going to find out that I've been running this own little side business under under his guise without him even knowing about it. Oh. That would make sense. That actually makes a lot of sense. Because remember when he comes up? I thought, he's, I thought uh, Kiyomasa. Kiyomasa was part of Tomohan no. this entire time. No, he was, um, he, he was... He was acting like he was. That way people would think that he's like this big hotshot part of the gang. But he wasn't part of them at all. And that's why Mikey shuts it down. He's like, we would never do something as boring as a fight club, as a fight arena. Oh, okay. I took it as like, hey, man, stop doing your own thing. This is embarrassing for us. You're only giving us a bad name. Shut the shit down. That's the way I took it. Oh, yeah. I I could have sworn he wasn't part of it at all. He was just doing it as a as a front. Oh, you know, I... Man, do you know anything or... that? We we have two different opinions here. <laughs> I guess it's just oh, different ways of taking it. I took it as he wasn't so, even responsible, and that's why he was so pissed and got back at Draken. So, I mean, every I'm pretty sure every time you see him, he is not wearing Tomon, a Tomon jacket. So I'm mm-hmm. going to go with he is not a part of Tomon. Okay. Because if he was truly in Tomon... For the Fight Club, he would be wearing the Tomon jacket to basically show that it's authentic. Right. But I'm not 100% sure. I will just go with no. Question well, mark. Even on this character sheet, uh, he's just in a plain white shirt mm-hmm. and pants. He's he's not wearing this, the yeah. Tokyo Manji uniform. Whereas yes. everybody else is. Yes. And um, just to one, ask you guys, you, you understand how Tomon comes into play, right? Like how they come from Tomon to Tokyo Manji game? So it took me forever to read. I went through half the season thinking that Tomon was a person or if it was <laughs> a uh, another name for Mikey. And then it wasn't until, like, um, what's his name? One of his friends, um, Yamagashi, Yamagishi, where he was, like, explaining everything. And thank God, because I was literally (laughs) about to look it up on Google, like, who is Tomon? Like, why do they keep saying this, and why do I keep mixing it up with someone? Like, clearly I'm confused. And then he's like, oh, Tomon is short for Tokyo Manjiro Gang. And I was like, oh, my God, that makes so much more sense. Why did did I miss this in the earlier episodes? Yeah, and Matt told me early enough in the series that if he wouldn't have told me that, I wouldn't have connected the two either. I'm like, did you think it was a person? I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was a whole separate entity. I thought, like, this, Tokyo, Manji and Tokyo Manji were completely separate things. I had no idea. (laughs) Okay, I'm glad I wasn't the only one. I thought it was a whole, yeah, just... Because it was a little early yet, so I couldn't decide whether it was a person or another group. Yeah, because it, it was in the first, yeah. uh, like, ten episodes, something right. like that. Like, that's one thing they fell short on, was they needed to fucking mansplain this to us. Like, Which they do, just of, way later. Eventually, like, the second... <laughs> Halfway through the season. The second yeah. half, yeah, like, core two, because... I mean, yeah, it's it pretty. The, it's pretty obvious that there was a core too. I, mean, I know we're pretty late in the game. Yeah, a, a little late in the game in covering this, but like, there was definitely a core too because when um, Mr. Smarty Yamagashi, the one who has the long, one of Takamichi's best friends that has the little man bun thing going with long mm-hmm. hair. Yes, just so our listeners know who we're talking about. Um, when he's given the breakdown of everything, like you were just explaining a minute ago, like that's when everything is spilled point blank. Like, oh, I wish I would have known that much earlier. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's like you couldn't do this on episode two, not episode like fifteen. Yeah, because if you break it down, it makes sense. Yep. Tokyo Man, 
It was Toman. episode 12, actually. I remember. I was, I was literally like, wow, this is really the halfway point of the season and they're just now explaining things. Yeah. So it, it would have been nice to know a little earlier. Yes. That's yes, what yes. it comes down to. But, oh, well. Um, so also something else I'd like to talk about is the manji is the symbol for peace, which does get censored. And I think in it's on Hulu and it's not censored. But if you watch it on Crunchyroll, it is censored. Mm-hmm. Ooh, interesting. Uh, because I, I was like, man, I think I've seen this. Because I was watching, I've watched it on Hulu and I've watched it on Crunchyroll. Like I didn't finish it on Crunchyroll the first time, and then I finished it on Hulu. I'm like, man, I thought I'd, I'd seen this. So Manji is the symbol for peace, which I think is kind of uh, ironic because you know it's the essentially the Tokyo Peace Gang, mm-hmm. and they want to take over the entire city because they're delinquents. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, I sort do, of anti-hero-ish, but not quite. <laughs> do you want to... I do have it pulled up on my page. Yes. You want me to... Yeah. All right. So for just our listeners to know, um, if this is throwing you through a loop, Manji is... The logo or the symbol for Manji looks like the swastika, but it's the reversed mirrored version. So it's the good version, and the Nazis just took the mirrored and fucked it all up. But according to this page, originally, Manji is a mirrored image of the ancient religious icon called the swastika symbol and has been used in Japan and many other countries. Um, In Japan, it is used as a map symbol for temples. Um, The meaning of Manji, uh, well, I guess this one goes on to talk about in 2017 to 2019, some teen girls were using it as some slang to mean awesome. Um, according to this article, it is not confirmed that it truly means that way because if you were to use it in today, which is to uh, the end of 2022, it doesn't necessarily mean that anymore. So that was probably a very fast, uh, cool thing to do. Like a fad. A fad. Yes, thank you. Um, oh, I guess that's all this page really says. <laughs> all right. I want to say it originated from like Hindu beliefs. Yeah. I know it's on a lot of Hindu temples. Yeah. Yeah, so what it really comes down to is the Nazis took the Hindu symbol of Manji, flipped it so that it, you know, it one, everybody knows what the Nazi symbol looks like. Okay, so one goes clockwise, one goes counterclockwise, and if you don't know, one technically means peace, and the Nazi way means that they're going to take evil, over. Evil, fucking evil. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't smart. have a good explanation except for fucking but terrible. Just yeah. to make things quick and simple. Yeah. Yes, so that is why... They censored it because you can misconstrue it to be mm-hmm. the wrong symbol. And, I mean, I get it. It kind of sucks because, yeah, it, kinda, it just kind of sucks because it's not actually what it is. But here we are. So there were, a, a, I really want to watch this, this season again because there's a lot of little things that I didn't really catch on until I, like, there were some times where, like, I just wasn't really paying attention that much and I just rewatched the episode in general. <laughs> but um, it was the time where he comes back and Hina's alive and everything's going great. So the third time, he, well, technically. The third time this, he comes back. Isn't the second um, time? Oh, I have to break it down. And where, where exactly are you going with this? So he, he so, comes back. After his game. original death, he comes back after Draken lives, mm-hmm. and then does he come back a third time? Yes, he comes back a third time. So yeah, I think he comes back meet, four times yes. total. I mean, he's got to meet Draken in the prison. He meets yep. Drak. He goes. He meets Draken in the prison. Goes back. Comes back. Meets Draken in the prison again, and then yep. goes back, and then comes back, and then, and then comes back as one of the leaders, one of the yep. executives of 
Tomon. Yes. Yes. So okay, cool. The, the I guess third this would be time. the third time. Yeah. So yep. the third time he comes back and he's on the date with Hina. Yep. I remember watching the second time and I was like, huh, this uh this Hummer looks a little weird in the background. And then I saw the Hummer pass again on a side street. And I, I was remember I was talking to my wife and I was like, that Hummer's following them. I know it. <laughs> and then uh then it goes to the scene where the Hummer turns its lights on and, and smashes into Hina and kills her again. God, that poor girl dies like six times in this show. And, uh, and I was like, oh, I knew it. I knew they were being followed. Oh. <laughs> and because uh, there's something about the, like, everyone else is drawing, driving all these small cars, and here's this random Hummer. And I'm like, you know what? There's got to yeah, be something important about it. Tokyo, where everybody's driving small vehicles, mm-hmm. and most, I, you know, and mostly mopeds or something, just because it's easier. Got to oh. feel bad for Akun, just having to murk himself every time. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got to find a way to kill himself. Every time. I he, do. I'm glad you brought up Akun for our listeners. Akun's the one with the pink red hair pompadour, um, or the shaved he, head. Shaved head, or yeah, in the, in the adult form. Yep. Um, Akun really doesn't make an appearance on the second half of episodes like 12 through 24. Like none of at, them do until the until the end. final episode. But even in the final episode, Akun's not in that crew. Uh, they have the they come in for the um, Mitsuya. Not me see fuck. Um Kiyomasa fight? Ki- yeah. The one where he gets stabbed in the hand. That's the last time you see them though until yep. the very end. Yeah. yeah. So, which is kind of weird. But he uh Tamaga- Tamagotchi. <laughs> Takamichi. <laughs> I forgot that old thing. <laughs> Make sure you feed him. <laughs> oh mine's long dead. <laughs> mine's been dead for like since the week I bought it. Um <laughs> Takamichi is running around with uh, Chifuyu. Yes. Uh-huh. Running around with Chifuyu. So that's why his other friends really aren't there is because now he's try- He's one, got his one friend that he's hanging out with, and two, he's kind of on a mission. Yeah, so. I mean, there's more important things to do right now than his side friends. And Takamichi is more towards a member of Tomon. Well, he is a member of Tomon yeah. at this point, so that I'm feel like that might also be a thing where he's not really associating with too many people outside of Tomon right away. I mean, they did make a small comment that, like, after Takamichi became a Tomon member, the rest of his crew wanted to become Tomon. Yep. So I can see that. That would make sense why they're part of his crew in the future. Yep. But at that moment, after that fight where Takamichi gets stabbed in the hand, they're just kind of pushed off to the side because the main storyline is more focused on the gang fight, the gang relations anyway. So yep. it, it makes sense. But I just thought it was kind of funny. We see all of the side characters in the final episode, yep. but we don't see Akun at, like, at all. I think there's going to be a reason for that in season two. I would hope so. I, 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 don't, I don't think he was in... I think he was intentionally left out for a reason. I don't want to believe that he was just ignored and forgotten about. I think that there's a reason why Sendo's not in the last episode. Right? Yeah, he can't just forget about his best friend. I mm-hmm. feel like they're still best friends, and he will... Yeah, he could play a big part in Season 2. I could see that. I'm really excited for Season 2. Speaking of Season 2, do you guys know when it's coming out? Uh, you soon, did recently it? post something. It is soon. It's very soon. It's January. Yeah. Oh, shit. This is going to be a, mm-hmm. a winter? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, damn. We're going to launch this episode just in time. Just in time. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason, but this is just random. <laughs> it, it's 100% random. We okay, just had great. a little bit of extra time. Well, then we're going to be well prepared for this season two then. Yes. Yes. Um, so January 23 is when it's coming out. What's up, Alec? I was going to say, uh, what's his name? Um, I would like to see Osanai 
uh, o- o- yeah, Osanai brought back the the guy who um, who gets stabbed by Pa Pa. Yeah, he yeah, gets pa. stabbed by Pa. And because uh, you he, sure it's not Pe? It's definitely not Pe. <laughs> it's Pa. Yeah, pa and we have Pe. <laughs> pa and Pe, Close. which are not even their names at all. Yes, I guess his nicknames. But um, the fact that they they meet up with him in the future and like I, I love how they do that. Uh, that like side by side of wow, he looks like this in the past, and he looks like this in the future, and you can see where the overlap is. But it's just like wow, how did he become this later on? Yep, I want to see him come back in season two. Yep, I can see that. I mean, especially now that things have changed a little bit, so maybe he's not going to be a washed up uh, pusher on. Mm-hmm. I mean, he got he got his he got his whole side stabbed. I mean, like that that'll change you forever. Yeah, I mean, if you're I don't know. He's a delinquent, so getting stabbed is like a ritual, right? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, if that if that restricts him to certain kinds of work, then then that's gonna suck too. I mean, mm-hmm. he still got stabbed. I do find it funny that both Osanai, like Osanai, essentially turns into the same thing Takamichi turns into, which mm-hmm. is a basically a nothing or a bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, saying just, sorry for everything and yeah, yeah. he just turns into over apologetic and no confidence, yep. no yep. self esteem, just yep. a broken individual. It's really sad to see that. And I mean, it happens. Life can break people down, and it's just it's weird seeing it in the anime. It was kind of like slice of life kind of thing. Yeah, I thought I think that was one thing that I really liked about this that there was no powers besides Takamichi traveling in time, mm-hmm. and he would fail so that was nice too like yes so something would happen he jump back to the future and he'd see that nothing dramatic has really changed is that what you're saying oh or the future that he wanted to happen didn't happen so i kind of like that where it was like he's learning that he can't do everything himself one mm-hmm. and two it takes more than one thing to actually change mm-hmm. the future that he wants it to be right one thing that kind of <laughs> just kind of like what I was thinking of when I was watching the show, I was like, man, the only way he can get back if he, if he shakes Naoto's hand, I just wouldn't do it. If I, if I had a <laughs> chance to start over 12 years ago and just, like, with the knowledge that I have now, like, I would just stay there and just live out another 12 years and hopefully do things right that time. I would never go back. Yeah, because what's truly stopping you if you just stay there and, like, your future self is just... Floating in, what do they call <laughs> that? Uh, Basically. A suspension. Somewhere. Yeah, a suspension. Infinite suspension until he comes back. But, I mean, you do have those moments in which there's an accident. Like, what happened, what was that, the first time? he Or this, technically the second time he goes back because he... Oh. oh, he accidentally <laughs> sh- he, he turns around now to right there. Hey, nice to meet you. Oh, no! Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. he's just trying to hold Hina's hand and he accidentally grabs uh, her brother's hand. And then mm-hmm. that's yeah. like, warps him back into the present day and he even makes a uh, comment on that she's like what was the deal we're on that roof you shook my brother's <laughs> hand and then you just ran off <laughs> and it's just like i wonder what like mental state flip he does exactly i think that's another thing that needs to be well they kind of go about. into it where it, Hina is like you go from being your normal self to being like this adult self i thought that was kind of funny yeah. yeah like yeah they do talk about it but at the same time like why is it so dramatic like what's the big difference what's the big change like you, well, you're you, gonna be different 12 years from now yeah, yeah that's very true so I, mean, I remember who i was i'm like I, if i were to go back into that into that body with my mind i would i'd probably laugh at myself the entire time because what oh, they're 15 yeah yeah 15 uh, ish yeah, 14, 15. Well, yeah, Draken's 15. He's 26 in present day, so I think he's four, when, 14. He's 12 years in Takenichi the back. goes back, he's 14. Draken's 15. Everybody else is 14. 
except for uh, Mikey, who's a little bit younger. No, Mikey is also the same age. Oh, yes. but I think he's on the like. He has the late birthday compared to everybody else. Gotcha. Okay. All, all I know is Draken's older than Mikey. Yes. Yes. And then Bonji is also older. Oh it, shit! There was an episode where they broke everyone's age down. I just don't remember it. Right uh, now. Well, it was one that it was like a half filler, but it actually was very relevant. Yeah, Bonji like during that beach episode. The beach scene. You got to have the mandatory beach scene. Um. So Bonji was born in ninety, so he would have been. 15. Baji, okay. So, yeah, because he got held back a year. So him and Draken would have been the same age, and everybody else would have been um, a year younger. Okay. So, but, yeah, so I think, what were we even talking about? I completely forgot. Ages. But besides that, was there something to what were um, The point of this was, <laughs> oh, um, like, if you were to go back to that time, like, oh, the, yeah, the yeah. mental and then, switches yeah, between yeah. an adult and a kid. And then we were talking about how, you know, you're going to mature slash completely change from your 12-year-old younger self. Yeah, okay, okay. So, so I mean, that kind of makes sense. Like, when you were 14, 15, you're kind of a dumbass. We were all dumbasses. <laughs> yeah. So, versus even, even if you're not super mature in your mid-20s, you're going to be more mature than you would be in your early teens. Mm. I guess the way that the anime made me think was, like, after Takamichi let Auto Drive go back, like, he'd turn into, like, this asshole. Well, he kind of turns into a player because, you know, he let uh, Emma sort of kind of seduce him. Right. I don't think they would have actually done anything. No, because, I mean, he still went back to the future and he was still virgin. So maybe he would have had a quick memory of, hey, I remember that one time. Or he just blacked out and didn't remember it. Yeah. Like, it's it's one of those... I think he, he would remember something like that. You would think, <laughs> but you would also think you would remember your friend getting stabbed. So... Yeah. They were, they were very wishy-washy on things to remember. Mm-hmm. It almost has to be, like, a correlation event or somebody telling you that it happened. Then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. these things happen. So I was, was going to say, because... The only time Takemichi was able to remember anything was when he was borderline being explained everything, and then he had these, I don't want to say false memories, but like these false flashbacks of, of what is supposed to be currently true. Yep. So I guess he, he needed like some kind of fire under something to be started so that he can fake remember things. He has ADHD on steroids. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so many confusing things to start throwing into the, stuff. There was a lot of unexplained material in this, and I guess that's... Older animes like like Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, Like they had like 50 episode seasons, and I think that that helped explain a lot, and I feel like that's what, at least what I'm used to, is those long seasons where... Yeah, there's a bunch of filler episodes, but there's also a lot of explanation that goes on in those filler episodes. They whereas over explain these, everything. Yes, yeah. whereas in these ones where it's like 12 episodes, 24 episodes, it really, they have to jam-pack everything into little bits. I think that's why they they, they did those like explanation episodes, like episode 12, where they're explaining <laughs> the gangs for the first time. I also, and, uh, I mean, I kind of like letting us decide like kind of fill in the pieces i don't want to be over explained everything especially in a more serious one like this where it's like i'm okay without either getting the information right away or just letting us kind of fill in the pieces almost like you know kind of like a book where it's like yes you can explain a lot of things but sometimes you don't have to and that's fine right yeah yeah like don't hold my hand the entire time yeah it's fun 
and I feel accomplished when I put those pieces together. Yep. So yeah, don't hold my hand. I, I like that. I like that. I, I like it to an extent, but at the same time, I feel like this show left a lot of holes to be filled, and which I like. It adds to the mystery of the show. It makes you want to watch season two because you're like, well, I want to find out about this. Oh, sure. Yeah. And it, it leaves that sense of suspense, but I feel like there was just there were a lot of holes in this one, and I, I, I like that. I appreciate it. It's just I want to know a little bit more about everyone before they just start killing everybody off. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll get more explanations in season two and beyond. I'm very excited for oh, it. God, they left yes. us the biggest <gasps> fucking cliffhanger. <laughs> so, there's so much that needs to be explained. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is perfect. I think we should take a break real fast, mm-hmm. and then we can get into what happened at the end of season one. And now that we're back from our break, we had mentioned that we want to talk about the last episode. I specifically want to talk about the ending of the last episode. Do you think that he died? Definitely no. No? Okay. What about Alec? I hope so, but no. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he died. Uh, I think someone else gets shot. I, it could be Kisaki. It could be someone else in the room. Or it could just be a random gunshot uh, shot into the ceiling. But I don't think Takamichi dies. I think he's coming back in season two. I yeah. feel that Kisaki wanted to show that he was going to be a badass and he wanted to be like, hey, I'm going to kill you. And then okay. at the very last second, he aims it to the side and shoots to the side of his head so or whatever. He's a little bitch. But I, I think he wanted to scare him. I think he wanted to. You know, like, well, he's already shot him. He shot him in the leg. Shot him in the leg. That's fine. That's not. That's not kill shot. It could be if he hit him, hit him in the right spot of the thigh. Oh yeah, sure. The femoral artery, man. There's a big artery in there. That, that he, he has tiny legs. So. He does have <laughs> tiny legs. Skinny boy. But no leg. I, I, I think Kisaki definitely wants control, and yes. somehow he knows that our boy has a firm grip on the future, which also makes me think that Kisaki also knows about all this time jumping stuff because I think he has a he has an idea. I, I just wanna I just want that to be true. Yes. I, I, I agree, but he calls him Judas, so he know he thinks that he is basically a snitch where he's ratting mm-hmm. yep, them out to the to the cops. And he doesn't believe that Takamichi is just feigned ignorance, which is real ignorance because the weird time traveling thing makes him forget everything. So right. that that's what it is. But talk about a cliffhanger at the end of the episode. Damn. Yeah. Fucking pissed. I was like <laughs> watching it and then the screen goes blank and then it goes to the, the gunshot. Gun the gunshot. Yep. The, no, no, I mean like the gunshot happens and then the episode just straight up stops. I'm like, that's, that's not the end of the episode. There still <laughs> needs to be another episode. You, you can't end. Did you watch to see if there was going to be a uh, a little like ending ending scene kind of thing? No, because that is the legit last second. Because yeah. they do post credit scenes like a minute or two prior to that whole yeah. final scene. They're doing the post credit scene while they're ending the episode. Exactly. Yeah, so. so that like everything is supposed to be so fluid, and I'm super fucking pissed because they never show Hina, and then they never show Akun. I'm like, there's still. Things that need to be sprinkled in before you finish off an entire series, and then <laughs> well, a series, oh, sorry, not series, a season. Okay, 
finish off a season and then you still have so many questions. <laughs> he doesn't he also doesn't have Nauto's number, so we don't know Naoto if Nauto is exactly. alive or not. But is, is Naoto always calls him. So every time he's like because the last time he time traveled, he's like, who is this? And then it's Naoto talking to him. So he didn't have it in the last um, time skip. Mm. Right. Oh, yeah. okay. So with this being said, maybe that gunshot happens. And then maybe Naoto comes out of nowhere and fucking oh, backwards. Tack- tackles like, him into coming back into tornado the past. Ki- tornado kicks uh, Kisaki and saves him or something like that. I, I still want it to be a scare shot. I don't think it's a real shot. I want it to be a scare you th- shot. You, so you, you do think it was Kisaki who, who shot the gun? Kisaki definitely shot. Yeah, oh, are you trying to say, like, somehow someone else shot a gun and Kisaki takes the the wound? Or, or anybody in the room, really. There was a lot of people in that room. Maybe. I mean, there was. Wasn't, wasn't there only, like, one other person in that room? No, another um, person. No, there was the walked up Kisaki's to, He walked henchmen. up to Kisaki and gave Kisaki the gun. Yeah, I know. When that, yeah. But that's when that Body the only other individual. No, there was multiple. His henchmen. Oh yeah, that's that's kind of. I I honestly don't remember. That was very. I didn't pay attention to the background. So I thought there was like at least four people in that room. That's a lot of witnesses. I'm just saying. But anyway, I thought they were all uh, Kisaki's people. Uh, Maybe I'm thinking yeah. of when they were in the the room when uh, when they're the, all the elites are sitting at the the table. Maybe, yeah. Maybe but there was at, with that. there was at least one person yes. because he okay. gave yeah. Kisaki. Yeah, the I know he got the gun handed to him. But, yeah. Okay. So oh, when he killed um, what's his name? The friend uh, she Shiwu um, <laughs> Sh- Shifuyu Shifuyu. There Shifuyu. you go. Um, when he killed him, I literally like I gasped. I covered my mouth. And I was like, no, because I really <laughs> so liked him. Mad. He was very, he's a solid character. He really has just right on his side. Yeah, he's a delinquent, but he's like the most morally guided out of the delinquents. Exactly. Chief which, used my boy. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was really upset when he got killed. I was he, like, whoa. He was going to be my number two favorite. He's mm-hmm. like, why'd you have to die? Yes. But, hey, if he finds Naoto, he can still go back and save. I mean, I feel like every single time... He's like, I gotta go save this person and this person and this person and this person. And it just stacks. It just keeps. Yeah. Sta- I think that's why he keeps failing, is because he keeps stacking them. But uh, yeah, he's making new friends. No, come on, your goals change every all the time. <laughs> True, but um, he's as gonna... far as the ending of the of the last episode, <sighs> I thought it was great. I'm just I saying. think someone else gets shot. I don't think it's Takamichi who gets shot again. Okay, okay. Well then, yeah. We'll, we'll just go from there. Since you read a chapter further, I, you already know the answer. I, I do, so I'm not going to say anything. Oh, don't spoil. <laughs> don't spoil. I'm so one, excited. The, you know, I won't do that to you guys. But, Alec, we can kind of talk about your disdain for our main character. Yes. So, um, as, as far as Takamichi goes and a main character, I mean, there's plenty of a crybaby uh, main characters. I mean, think of Midoriya from My Hero Academia. I mean, he starts off such a crybaby, but then he he gains development. He uh, gets fighting experience, and he becomes a total badass. Yep. Tamagichi never has that epiphany. He never learns how to fight. He never becomes more than the crybaby hero. I'm saying with air quotes because he never. I don't believe he ever actually truly saves anyone. It's just because of his crybaby actions it kind of causes everyone to pause and be like wow this is a dude crying about (laughs) and uh it it just kind of puts them off off ease and he's not really saving them directly but he is i guess saving them in a sense i would not call him a crybaby hero i would just leave him a crybaby (laughs) and uh i just feel like there's a lot more development that they can give takamichi so i i mean i'm kind of hoping that 
something bad happens to him because <laughs> dude needs to learn and develop growth because it's just not there in season one. So I'm really hoping it becomes there in season two. Um, but yeah, there's just no real character development to Takamichi. I mean, that I was just really, I was hoping that they were getting, you know, he's in a gang. Teach him to fight. I mean, like everyone else knows how to fight except Takamichi. He walks around looking at everyone and never fights. Um, okay, that's... Okay, I mean, that's once. once. I mean, he, he, he definitely fights a little bit here and there. He, um, he more is a participant in a fight than yeah. actually fights. Yes. I wouldn't say he's fighting anybody. And the, besides the one. The only thing I wanted to say was the only reason he's given this hero title is because he's like the middleman and he's like the glue between everyone else in his life. He, he makes sure everybody stays together. And I think that's the only reason he's the hero. Yes. He cries and makes other people feel bad and, <laughs> and make them realize that like, hey, our beef with each other is meaningless. Yes. So like, let's look past this, forgive each other because... You know, it's all good. Let mm-hmm. bygones be bygones. And yeah, that, that's his purpose in this entire anime is to make everybody realize that, like, we're friends because we're friends, not because of these little tiny sprinkles of bullshit. He, he I wouldn't the, call that heroic. No. He, <laughs> <laughs> he's the adult form of, hey, fuckhead. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's hey, basically. Hey, snapper. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, and that's, I mean, yes. But. One thing I will say, so, I mean, this entire manga is 279 chapters. Wow. So it is significantly longer than what we've watched so far. So there is room for a lot of growth in Takamichi. I agree that, yes, he should know how to fight. But, I mean, that kind of makes him relatable in a sense. Like, I understand, yes... To be in a gang, you should know how to fight. But at least he knows how to take a punch. I mean, he has that he going for him. Quite a few beatings. He kind of makes a mention to it when um, that one bully, uh, uh, Kyumasu, Kyubasu, uh, Kyumasu, Kyumasu um, is beating him up, and he's kind of thinking to himself, he's like, "Wow, I thought I was strong because I was hanging out with Mikey and and Draken. Yep. But I'm not actually strong on my own. I just thought I was because I was hanging out with these strong guys. Yep. And um, I, I was hoping that that realization would cause him to like get that workout montage and start learning how to how to do things. But um, well, maybe that'll come. In season two and I'm, I'm really hopeful for it maybe, yeah maybe come in the future because it really i think from so august to october the october 31st is really the only so it's only been what two months two and a half months yeah not much time the beginning of august to the end of october from getting stabbed in the hand to getting the first position the be- first not first position, not first leader. Uh, He's got first spot. The commander of the first division. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was commander of the third division. No, 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 first. that was Kiski. Um, yeah, first it was because first. he's taking over uh, Baji's. That's right. Uh, division. Yes. Because when he became part of Manji, he was put under the second division yep. group, and then he got upgraded to commander of the first division mm-hmm. because. And- you could tell by that future episode, he looked like he had become a badass, but he just couldn't remember it because he hadn't lived it in his yeah. current self. So, Lance, do you remember what his position was? What? Who? In the future? 
Uh, Ooh, he wasn't treasurer. No, no. what's uh, he, they I called him the, the executive? Executive. Of there we go. Tomon. Yeah. So basically, he was in charge of Tomon because Mickey was away and Draken had been executed. Yeah. Um, Which we need explanations for. Mikey. Ooh. Mikey hadn't been seen in a long time. Was it years? Yeah, like two years. And this seems to be consistent. Mikey just fucking disappears. Yeah. Yes. So but we, I think he disappears the same time Draken gets executed. That would make it, sense. If I had to guess, mm, yeah. that that would correlate with no, no, each no. other. No, no, no. First, Mikey dis- through the explanation. First, Mikey disappeared, and then Draken gets executed. So because well, he didn't have Mikey to protect him, maybe. But that's the way it was explained because I watched that episode three times. Yeah. So I I, I was very I, I did pay attention to that part because like okay yeah why would Mikey leave first like, so like that's the yeah that's my biggest question that would be weird. I will say it probably happened at like the same time. It was where like Mikey disappeared and Draken died in the same day. Yeah. So yeah, maybe because Mikey wasn't around, that was their opportunity to take Draken out. So mm-hmm. that's what I took it as. Maybe, but so technically, Takamichi got what he wanted, but he still didn't get the outcome he wanted. Right. So mm-hmm. I think that's gonna like play a part into it when if. Well, he's he's gonna survive. Like he has to survive. Yeah. Like let's be completely honest. They, there's no way that they're gonna kill the main character and the only character that we know of that can go back in time, right? Um, to change the past in to change the future. There was an anime that did that though. Um, was it Kill a Kill or um, no? Definitely wasn't Kill a Kill. But I think it, it, it starts with a K where a main character dies and like they just continue the show. And I thought that was the coolest kind of in years. Um this does start with a K. This does sound familiar. I don't I have never seen it, but uh I remember listening to other podcasts talking about that. Like, yeah, how do you just kill a main character and continue on like nothing happened? <laughs> and just make a new main character. Well, I didn't like this main character, so now I have a new one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have no idea, but it has been done, so it can be done again, right? That's wishful thinking on your part. Yes, <laughs> I am just gonna go with no. But I kind of, so just to kind of get back to your thinking, Alec is. I think he has a lot of room for growth, which can be kind of mm-hmm. nice. Um, because a lot of room for growth. <laughs> yes, yes, so plenty th- to grow into. And sorry, I'm kind of jumping around, but I I think it'll kind of help revert what he's his goals are in trying to be the leader of the of Tomon and being like okay well that didn't actually get me what I wanted I need to make sure that Mikey and Rockin stay alive along with all my other friends like that's going to be his goal do you think that mm, I don't know why that a bubble just born in my throat. <laughs> um, do you think that Sendo is dead in the future because he's the only friend that doesn't make an appearance appearance in the last episode? So I think a Sendo oh, Akun, 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 Akun. Just for our listeners. Yes, I think what's going to happen is Takamichi has to survive. Okay, we got that. Mm-hmm. So then I think the same series of events is going to happen where Akun kills Hina yep and then Takamichi goes back in time again yep I think that's like everything's gonna keep repeating no matter what until he actually gets the ending that he is supposed to have so you think he can rewrite fate I mean that's the whole premise of the show is can I change fate and every time he loses do you think there's going to be a point where he can win? I think there has to be. I think I think the way that this anime has been started is they 
the final episode, the happy ending, is going to be him ending up with Hina as adults. I think he never, like you guys are saying, where he just doesn't go back. I think that is the only way he is going to get the ending he wants is by not skipping 12 years. I fully agree with that. I think he needs to stay in the past in order to change the future because he's going to keep reverting back to his childish mentality because he's not going to have that adult self in him to mm. keep things going. Yeah, so somehow he's going to need... Yeah, he's always going to have to meet up with uh, the brother, tell him protect Naoto. my body. Naoto, thank you. To protect my body in the meantime, I'm going to be in the past long term. I'm going to be there as long as I... Because in the final couple episodes, dude was in there for like two solid weeks. Yeah. He was there a while. Actually, it wasn't a the long, last one. Long, longer than two weeks. But there was that one moment, it was like two weeks later, like... Remember, your body's still in the future, just sitting there doing something. It's it's um it's sort art online kind of yeah. things. Do you think it can die? No. It's in a suspended state, but do you think it can become malnourished and die, and then his past self ends? I mean, if you want to get realistic, technically, yeah. I don't think it matters. I, anime logic. We're just gonna go with that. Where okay. I don't think he can die because his self is in the past. I wish they would just say your body would just go on autopilot and you react the way that you need to live. I could have agreed with that, but they said you were in suspended in in this whatever. Pseudo space kind of thing. Yeah. I forget the fucking phrase they use. But yeah, that they're suspended in this phase and then they just fucking sit there, yep. which makes it sound like SAO. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he got fired and everything. He's like, I didn't use like. You didn't, you didn't show, show up, up for work for two weeks. Of course we fired you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that line was so great. Like, what did you expect to happen? You haven't been here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I, I guess I would have liked a little bit of anime. Like I said, I would have liked a little bit of anime logic to be sprinkled in there and said, like, yeah, there was some autopilot going on. Yeah, they made it realistic and unrealistic at the same time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, I could I can buy either story. Yep. Um. Especially if uh, Naoto was just sitting there supporting him. But, of course, he would have needed to be on IV and all that mm-hmm. fun stuff. Just he like wasn't. SAO. But he wasn't. He was just laying in bed. No, no. Anime logic. It's okay. Yeah. He, he <laughs> gets nutrition from his past self. Yeah, I was about to say that, too. Yeah. As long as he's eating in the past, he's good in the future. Yes, yes. I just found it weird that they made a point to show Yamamoto and um, uh, Makoto, is it Makoto? Makoto Suzuki. Describe them real quick for our um, listeners. So Yamamoto was the one with long hair who couldn't take a punch. He was the one that uh, uh, everyone was afraid of getting in a fight because he did not know how to fight. The blonde-haired guy. Blonde, Long blonde hair. Uh, yep. Suzuki was the one with black hair, uh, kind of slicked back. And he was in the gang, too, in the future. And Yamagachi seemed like his right-hand man. I mean, he even had scars on his on his eyes showing that he had been in some conflicts. So yeah, he did have a scar. Also, to describe them, they're the ones that do the Ginyu Force yes. things <laughs> in the yeah. fight in the past. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I died <laughs> laughing at that. I was, I'm a huge DBZ fan. So as soon as I saw the Gen- Genyu Force symbol, I was livid. I was like, yeah! Well, not livid. I was just animated. I was like, yes! Animated. <laughs> um, also, I, is this a normal thing for Japanese children to just do poses? I would really like to I, know this. I think it's just a normal thing for kids to... Have you not watched, like, any anything? Like, kids do this all the time. Did you not do that when 
you were a kid? I mean, I no, this isn't no, no, we 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 did not do these things. But <laughs> I mean, the, the, the classic the, the I mean, the reason I was made fun of when I was a kid was because it wasn't because I liked anime; it's because I acted it out during recess. And, he he and, Naruto and, ran everywhere. Yeah. Oh, everywhere! I mean, <laughs> yeah. that was my favorite thing to do, and that's why I was considered weird. It wasn't because I liked it. Everybody likes Naruto. It's just if you take it too far, I mean, that's when you kind of have to draw a line. <laughs> yeah, and these kids drew that line. They did Genyu Force during an actual street fight. I mean... Yeah, but you did it in front of your friends, so it's okay. <laughs> but, I, I mean, Lance and I were not like that. We kind of blended in very well. Oh, good for I, you. I, <laughs> yeah, we were our, like emo slash punk, so we were quiet, but we were also like, yeah, we know... I uh, we were, we may have done very... Spirit Gun too many times. <laughs> me, oh, I don't worry. I was doing that all the time. But me and Matt were like amongst the, the uh, most physically fit kids of our grade. But we were also emo, so we were quiet and nerdy. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Yo, we, really strange. we were the really strong nerds. Oh, yes. gotcha. That, that was who we were. Yeah, we were, we were the ones that played sports and then spent all of our free time playing Pokemon <laughs> and playing video games yeah. and watching anime when we were growing up. So, yes, kind of best of both worlds, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a strange combination. You don't see our scenario that often. No, no, no not th- really. Especially not in the early 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. But um, ba- ba- so basically what I was going about, about with that is that you see these three, his three, three of his four best friends in the last episode. Yep. But you don't see Akun, who has made an appearance in all of the previous future scenarios Yep. But not this one. And I think that there is a direct link to season two and Akun. I don't think he was in, I don't think he was just forgotten about. I think he was intentionally left out for something else. Okay. Yep, and I'm hundred percent on board with that because I think we're gonna follow Akun with what we've followed him in the past. Yep. And he's well, the past two times he's kinda killed himself. The past time well, he definitely killed himself. <laughs> yeah. Well the, he jumped off a building the, and crashed a car into another car. Like, he killed himself. Right. I mean the second time when he crashed a car, he didn't like intentionally kill him. Whatever. It was a suicide. Oh, oh he did, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. He, he kamikaze into like, that car. Kamikaze. I can't defend yeah. that. He was oh. like, uh, he's like, you ruined it. You're not in the car. This ruins everything. And even and Hanma said the same thing. Oh, you're not in the car. That's that kind of ruins the whole plan. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so to the previous point, I do 100 percent believe that the reason Akun is not part of this uh, scenario right now is because he's in the middle of trying to kill Hina. Mm. That's so a good I one. think yeah. episode one of season two is going to open up with like what I was trying to say it was the fake shot of somehow Kizuki. Takamichi escaping somehow, the scenario right so at at the same exact time that Takamichi and Kizuki are at gunpoint with each other on the side Akun is in the middle of killing Hina again Okay. And then it's gonna restart everything, and then we're gonna have to jump back into the same old song and dance. Okay. Yeah. It's. What's your theory, Matt? Um. So I think somehow Takamichi is going to escape this situation that he's ran into, and then in order for him to essentially time loop himself, like what Lance was saying, maybe not right away. That um, Akun is going to kill. Hina, and so Takamichi is going to find Naoto. Naoto, right? Naoto. Naoto. 
Okay. Like, Takamichi is going to find... Like you're now. pointing at your toe and you're like, now, toe, do it. <laughs> yes, that's a great name. <laughs> dumb. I told you that... Told you that the first time, and it's still dumb the you second time. You stole it from me. You tried to take credit. That's great. Dumb. Terrible. Anyway, anyway, then it's also dumb. But I think that he, after Hina dies again in front of him, is when he is going to find Takamichi is going to find Naoto and go back in the time back in time but his goals are going to change where he realizes that Mikey is the key to everything mm-hmm. not becoming the leader of Tomon because he's already been the leader of Tomon and it didn't change anything yeah i mean they need to stop Mikey from fucking disappearing and everything is going to start to like settle out again yep can i offer a theory that i definitely want recorded because i this is my prediction your okay. Hi- your hypothesis. Ta- my Takamichi hi- is going to die and everything's going to be good. <laughs> yes. Other than that, that'd be the ideal ending of Takamichi. But what I actually think is going to happen, I don't think it's going to be Naoto that saves Takamichi. Okay. I think it's going to be Akun. I think Akun's going to finally stand up for himself and try to, uh, tr- uh, try to fight against Kisaki. Because okay. in every single future scenario... One, he pushes uh, Takamichi in front of the train. Two, he kills himself because Takamichi's scaring the hell out of him. Three, mm-hmm. he kills himself. No, Wait, nope. not because Takamichi, because uh, Kisaki is because Kisaki is scaring. Yeah, it's always because of Kisaki, not because yeah. Takamichi. And oh, wait, did I say Takamichi? You said to yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, I, I, I take t- so second he jumps but, off the building okay. because Kis- Kisaki is scaring oh, yeah, we, him. We were jumping, but if you remember. Akun thinks that Takamichi can do something about him killing himself. The first time. The first time. Because remember, Somehow. He, he talks about how he says things that are weird. Something along those lines. Uh-huh. I don't remember exactly what he said, but he's basically like, you had to have known something. And so me killing myself is going to make for a better future. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. They make way mm-hmm. too many like small drips Yes. In this anime that somebody knows something or somebody's leaning towards something, which is why I think that Kisaki knows. Mikey thinks so, too. Or Mikey. Oh, even when Mikey when was on, on the, the roof. roof. When he's on the roof after uh, uh, Draken's surgery, he's like, mm-hmm. so you knew that something was going to happen before it happened. Why was that? And then they like, played it off, like, yep. childishly. I'm like, I mean, they, mm. are, ch- they are children. They were children. So. He's like, <laughs> he's like Wait, what, what are you wearing? You were, you were right there. Don't, don't stop. So you think every timeline somebody knows that he went from the future to the past? I think multiple people might know. I I think think Kisaki's catching on because his personality keeps switching Uh back and forth, back and forth. And I think that's why I think Kisaki can either travel back in the future or he's caught on that uh, Takamichi's traveling back because he's like, wait, your personality keeps changing and you don't remember things. So exactly. you're clearly from the okay, future. Okay, I'm so glad you said that because as soon as you started talking, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm exactly on the same thought. Okay, right? we're on the same question. <laughs> because like, yeah, you can be your immature past self or as soon as he notices that the slightest change in personality has changed, I'm like, okay, something's n- weird. Now something's changed. Now is when I can react. That would be that would be crazy, and it'd be super realistic. I kind of like that. I really do like that. It'd be challenging as fuck to write and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. but like it's a I like that concept for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So but, keep keep going. So that's why I think that um, that Akun is the one who saves Takamichi in the last in in the first episode of season of uh, season two, because I think this is the 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 first 
future circumstance where he's actually above killing himself because of Kisaki. I think he's going to stand up and be like, no, I'm done being scared by you. I'm going to do something about it because you're threatening the life of my best friend. I would like that so much. I would love it. Yeah, it's good uh, character building mm-hmm. and arc in a character. Yeah, that's really good. I think that's re- that would be really good writing. I could potentially see I would something like, later. Like, I would like to see taking that, a little bit more. Yeah, I was going to say, I would like Akun to do one more death. And maybe then get, you maybe see die that. again. <laughs> I want to see Akun die one more time. Yeah, yeah as dark as that sounds. I want to see Akun fuck up his life one more time because of Kisaki. Yeah, maybe then, Kisaki blows up the building when Hina and Kisaki are... Like, Akun has the... Uh, he's a, a stylist now mm-hmm. and he's, I don't know, cutting Hina's hair and uh-huh. then right, the building blows up right in front of Because uh, it's got to be some sort of suicide deal. Maybe. I mean, well, it, last, time was, last time was suicide. But if every single time changes, then it would make sense that they die. Like, he gets killed instead of killing, either killing himself or dying in the result of something he did. Right. Do you think that Akun is the one driving the truck in the first two Hina deaths? No, because they explained that Akun was the one that pushed. <gasps> no, yes, because yes. he pushed him after they had already died. Yes, yes. no, no. Okay, so yes. Hina died. Yep, because of the car accident. Uh-huh. Yep, and then Akun, and then Akun pushes. Was... <gasps> okay, so he couldn't have killed himself. Right. In that yeah. I mean, unless he was a cripple and he survived the <sighs> no. crash. No, of some sorts. No. So uh, we would like to assume that everyone in that car act, that car crash died, died yeah. just like in version two of Hina. Well, death. I think they made they make mention that everybody dies, including a bystander named uh, Hina Tachibana. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, then then I, then I revert. I, I do remember that. I revert that statement. Then uh, so it definitely wasn't Aku in the first two Hina deaths. Mm-hmm. But well, the first, first Hina death. Well, yeah, the, the first two because the first one he kills both Naoto and Hina. The second one he just kills Hina because Naoto's now a cop. And then the third one. Okay, okay. I see what you're getting. Hina at. lives because mm-hmm. they're not involved at all. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, perfect. So now, uh, excuse me, uh, Akun dies a different way every time. Mm-hmm. So I think him getting killed will be one, and then Alec, like you said, he finally sticks up to the Kisaki and survives. I think that'll be the last time. And then, I, I don't know, something crazy will happen. Uh, I'm not sure. I think that's going to be the finale, is Akun sticking up. Fighting, so so you it, think all of season, like he'll make it all the way through season three, potentially. And then... I think three might be a stretch. I think this might be a... I think two... Well, we'll... It'll it'll make sense when I talk about it in manga mentions. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, okay. Just to refresh everything, I think Akun is gonna do one more death. Yep. And then, and then Takamichi is gonna go back and change a little bit more, and then that's gonna be the last time. And then the next time Akun comes up in the future reference. Yep. Is going to be the changing point where everything is happy, go lucky, happy ending. So you think he's going to come back in time, technically two more times. So after this time, and then he'll come back one, he'll go into the future. It won't be how he wants it to be. And then Akun will be alive. So then Takamichi can go back in time one more time and then live his life through as if he never was in this future. Maybe. Okay. Makes sense. I can see that. It's a good theory. I'm going to go grab one more beer. Yeah, I need one too.
one thing that our listeners, for anybody that usually listens to our podcast, they know that we always talk about our favorite episodes, favorite moments, and we haven't really talked about that yet. So, Lance, you want to give us a favorite moment or episode? Yeah, so... My favorite moment of this entire series is when Takamichi is saving Draken from death, when he's dragging him away from a fight. Okay. And he runs into Kiyomasa. Okay. And he gets into that fight. And then Kiyomasa or one of his henchmen, whatever, pull out a blade. It's Kiyomasa. Yeah. It is Kiyomasa. Yep. Uh, so Takamichi's ready to fucking throw down and fucking takes a blade right into the middle of his hand in the middle of nowhere. I love how his hand's just open when he's getting ready to punch. Yeah, exactly. He just takes it. <laughs> and then not only does Kiyomasa put the blade in, but he also lets go. Yep. And then Takamichi's the one that has to rip the blade out of his own hand and then carry on the fight. Like, I thought that was kind of cool. But just the fact that he got stabbed in the hand in the middle of a fight. And then just giant scream. Yeah. That... <laughs> Was my favorite part. Okay. That's my favorite scene of, like, pretty much the entire first 24 episodes. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, that was a really good one. I'll have more to say after Alec gives his. Ooh. Gotcha. See, I am a sucker for uh, giant battle royale scenes, so okay. I loved uh, bloody uh, the bloody Halloween fight, uh, especially this part where uh, Kazutora just annihilates the ref at the very beginning of the uh, episode. I uh, love that part. I loved it. I was like, I was like, here's this guy, this big boss. He's like, yeah, I'm going to referee this shit. And then Kazutora's like, I don't even care about you. And just decks him like multiple times. Like, we're here to kill all you guys. Like, what do you mean? Uh-huh. This, this I thought a that street fight. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, he kind of like opened everyone's eyes like, guys, this is a lot more serious. This isn't a showdown. Like, this is a freaking war. Yeah, what yeah. are you guys doing? Yep. And um, I just thought that that was just a really intense moment. It, everyone just starts screaming and just running at each other. I love that entire fight. Just seeing Draken <laughs> just go at Hanma. Uh, Mikey just throwing hands with everybody. And, I mean, it, it was just a really just get-together moment where you guys see everybody at their best. That's what I really loved about the bloody, bloody Halloween uh, episode. Yep. I, I will... Agree with that one. It is a really good one. I think one of the the ones I remember the most is actually from earlier of what, from earlier of what Lance said, which is actually when Hina kisses uh, Takamichi. That's so, your, one of your favorite scenes. But yes. did he? But did she kiss him though? If you look, those <laughs> it, lips never touch. It, it's a it's a fourteen year old kiss. We'll go with that one. Okay. Okay. And <laughs> it's, I, I just like the the premise of that part of the episode where it's like, hey, you know, I like you for who you are. I want you to be you. Like, I understand you look up to your friends and your friends are awesome, but I don't care about that. I care about you. And I think that's a really powerful point because I feel like that's going to drive all of what Takemichi does. Right. And it kind of does because it's like, you know what? I don't care about basically Tomon or anything else. I care about you as in Hina living and even though we don't become a thing or are a thing in the future you living makes the world a better place and yes he realized that in the future but it kind of just drove that that point home more that hina basically liked takamichi as who he was as this crybaby hero 
as they call him, mm-hmm. where, you know, he's not Mikey, he's not Draken, he's not even any of his other friends who can kind of actually do something. <laughs> he He's just him. And I think that's really important for the, the whole series, where he's just himself, and that's what matters. I like that. And it's a good message for everybody individually, too. Like, stop trying to act like somebody else. Be who you are. Be who you want to be. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, there's a lot of good ones. I find it hilarious that, like, Mikey falling asleep on Banshee's uh, bike, which I also find hilarious that they're all driving motorcycles. At like 14. Exactly. <laughs> I was really confused this whole time. I'm like, are the driving laws different in Japan? I don't actually know that. And I, I even looked it up, and you, you can drive at 16, but they have to be motorcycles. You can't draw, drive a car at 16, but you can drive motorcycles. Oh, I'll But they see. are still all under 16. And then I realized, wait a minute. These are all delinquents and they're killing each other. <laughs> Why would they care about the laws of driving a motorcycle? Okay, so. okay, that's a good point. I was going to say, otherwise, I think these are all borderline mopeds. Like, I know Mikey's driving a straight-up straight moped. Bike. Oh, well, oh, in the beginning, oh, yeah. Yeah, young Mikey's driving mm-hmm. a moped. But I think... I, I mean, think he's as, driving... As they grow older, I think they're driving higher-end mopeds. Yeah, he's got a CBT250CC. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> That is essentially a moped. Yeah, just the more letters and numbers you throw into the mix, the better. I loved it. I was dying every time. (laughs) As somebody who has ridden and rides bikes, a 250 is essentially a moped. Yeah. I don't care what you call it. It's a moped. They were making such a big scene about it. I'm sitting there dying the whole time. I'm like, oh, my God. Even 14-year-old me would be impressed by this. But, like, oh, yes. as an adult, like, I can't accept this. That, that is what you learn or what you ride to learn how to ride a bike, a 250. But they thought, but they're 14. They thought yes. they were so badass. Well, didn't Pa, what, was it a 450? A four hundred? I did not pay attention. He he had something that was bigger than everybody else's, which makes it funny because then he's like, "I'm gonna race all of you to the shrine," and it's like, "Well, of course you're gonna win. You have the bigger bike." (laughs) And you got a Mikey who's driving a like fifty cc moped. (laughs) Well, Mikey's on the back of um, Bonji's bike on Bonji's moped motorcycle, falling asleep going racing to the shrine so yeah it, it was i it was so funny because yeah it, but as a delinquent you know that is probably the best they're gonna get yes yeah, at that age honestly bikes are expensive yeah. so yeah you know and i can't imagine how much they are in japan where you know every you're on an island so everything's going to be astronomically more expensive oh everything's as more it expensive. Is. japan's you know cost of living is insane Yes, I, I, I mean, I still want to go. Oh, I'd love but, to go. I would love, that's my dream is to one day go to Japan and at least spend two weeks there. That'd be amazing. Yeah, to visit, maybe not so much to live. Not to live, but 100% visit. Visit for sure, yeah. I, granted, Lance and I have had this discussion in a, uh, a podcast before where we talk about how much we want to go to Japan. Yeah. So I have, I've talked to my wife a thousand times. I was like, if we ever win the Powerball or anything, <laughs> she's like, where would you move? I was like, Japan, 100%. I would move to either uh, Kyoto or, uh, or, or, or Tokyo. I love Japanese culture. I'm not, I'm not a total otaku or anything like that, but like I genuinely love Japanese culture and I would yeah. love to be a part of that technology center and just lifestyle in general. I think it, especially how it's relayed in anime, especially like uh you know scenes like like this show where it actually shows you real life Japan. I love it absolutely. Yes. 
Yeah, I agree. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to one day go there. Mm-hmm. Maybe 2026 in my nearest future. Well, Lance, you're not allowed to go by yourself, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's for sure. I, w- I mean, I wouldn't want to go there without another nerdy friend or something, so that's yeah. for sure. Sorry, sorry, but your wife doesn't count, so. No. At least not yet. We'll see. No. Anime lounge group vacation, maybe, in the near future? There'll be a live episode in, in Nihongo. That would be awesome. Yes. One day. But do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? I would love to hear the differences between the anime and the manga. I, I really would, cause, because I, I know some series are similar, but I, I want to know the difference between how it was read and how it's seen. Yeah, I'm tapped out on the anime, so I'm good. So, we want to go with manga mentions. Mm-hmm. Alright, one thing I will say is it is crazy how much they stick to the manga. Really? Yes. This is probably the shortest amount of notes I've taken on a 24-episode manga. Wow. Or a 24-episode anime. Excuse me. Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, for our listeners, the anime ends on chapter 73. So, as I mentioned to everybody, I would continue on the ending of the ep- of the chapter and just kind of continue from there. So, I would start from 73 and work your way through. All right, so you were basically saying... For our listeners, I would start on this chapter and continue on. Yep, because I was... For our listeners, I would recommend to start on chapter 73 because you can kind of relive the ending of the episode, the last episode, and work your way forward. It's a good reminder of how it stopped, and then you just kind of work your way through. And also, I will start chronologically just because obviously that's how I'm going to write my notes because I'm going to write it as I'm reading through the manga. So we're going to go all the way in the beginning. So you remember that the f- in the first couple episodes where you see those kids scratching up that rich person's car and Takamichi gets blamed for it? Yeah. Well, in the manga, it's Takamichi that does it. Where he's basically what? like... Yes. Oh. Where he's jealous of this rich person owning this car, and he's like, fuck this dude, and just scratches the shit out of this car. Wow. Going back to his delinquent ways. Oh, yeah. Definitely delinquent days. So that that was the biggest thing in the beginning. And then, so during the fight... In the fighting ring, you remember how Akun brings that knife to the um, fighting ring to say that he's going to stab Kiyomasa? Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't actually bring the knife in the scenario in the manga. He just says, in the future, I would bring a knife so that I could... or. Not in the future. The next time, if they were to keep being slaves, he would bring the, bring a knife and stab Kiyomasa the next time. So it's basically the anime skipping through some stuff, but not really changing anything. Mm-hmm. Because the premise is still there. Okay. So he doesn't actually bring the knife, but he wants to. Kind yes. Of like. Yep. Okay. He has the desire to bring a knife to stab Kiyomasa so they're not slaves. Instead of in the instance in the anime where he brought the knife because he doesn't want to be a slave to Kiyomasa. Well, they also say in the anime, they're like, uh, 
Akun went to jail because he stabbed a kid at the fight pits, and that's when he, he changed. Uh, that's when Takamichi changed the past. Yeah, so it it's basically speeding up the timeline okay. is all all it really was or would have been if things hadn't changed. Be, but because Takamichi basically sacrificed himself, that past or that future didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, and as I had mentioned earlier. You see um, the Manji symbols on the bikes, and you see it on all their jackets. Uh, it's just very prevalent in Toman's representation. Um, so when the fight between Kiyomasa and Takamichi happen again, where Takamichi gets stabbed in the hand, instead of Draken, Emma, and Hina all betting different amounts, they all bet 1 million yen each on Takamichi. Okay. So I want to say that's like $100,000, give or take. They obviously aren't actually betting that because nothing's going to happen, but it's just... (laughs) symbolism that you know they trust takamichi to win that much right you know those guys never paid up no what assholes (laughs) (laughs) they ran away one thing that was kind of weird in the manga that they explained in the anime was when the awkward scene where naoto is driving takamichi and hina to the park slash um river Mm -hmm. And Naoto stops on the side of the road. It's like, you know what? I got work to do. I'm going. You can do whatever you want. I don't care. But in the anime, it or excuse me, in the manga, it's Naoto is driving. And then they are on the boardwalk. And he's just not there anymore. Like, it's he just disappears. <laughs> he's just gone. Yeah, it's so it's, uh, it, I mean, it's kind of weird. Let's be honest. He doesn't matter. But they give explanation in the anime, and they give zero explanation in the manga. Okay. I guess, okay, that sounds nicer. It, it's kind of, it is nice, and I also think it's funny that I watched, you know, I watched the anime first, and then I was like, wait, what happened to Naoto? Like, he was just <laughs> there, and then he wasn't there anymore. Uh, then, after that, you, so it was October 20th when Takamichi meets with Draken in the prison, so... What, 11 days before Bloody Halloween? Mm. Just to kind of give timeline information. They say it in the manga. I figured, I figured I'd let everybody else know. Then you find out that Takamichi wants to be the leader of Tomon, not to, like, run Tomon, but to basically tear it apart. Like, he wants to be the leader of Tomon, and then he wants to just, um, like, just say, you know what? Tomon's not a thing anymore. Like disbanding? Yeah, he wants to disband Tomon after he becomes the leader of Tomon. Okay, that's pretty much the opposite. I thought he wanted to be the leader so that he can neutralize it. Like, Yeah, I, I agree. That's what I thought. Uh-huh. And in the manga, he wants to disband Tomon, and that's why he wants to be the leader. Okay. Interesting. Okay. It, it makes a little more sense because, you know, if Tomon doesn't exist, they can't become evil. Exactly, yeah. I'm, so I'm totally on board with that and let's see you find out why uh baji is banned from toman meetings and it is because he essentially tries to fight everybody he try he brings infighting 
within Toman. Mm. So he's no longer allowed to show up to the mm. meetings. Okay. Makes sense. It, like, I was always curious, like, the first time I watched it without reading, I'm like, well, what did he do that he was banned? Like, what happened? I just assumed he was an asshole. Yeah, I was under that, the same thought. Basically. Just, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's an asshole. He, he didn't like what was... I feel like it was he didn't appreciate what was happening within Toman, so he just tried fighting, tried fighting everybody so that Toman would stay what it was. Right. Um, they asked Bonji if he was on house arrest or not. Uh, when he showed up to the meeting, they were like, "What are you doing here? Aren't you on house arrest?" And he was like, "Nope." I just started punching Takamichi. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well that, that's a little different because ba- Baji was not arrested. Yeah. No, he was arrested. Oh, they sorry, were both he, arrested, yes. Sorry, mm-hmm. Arrested, but he wasn't, like, in prison. Or, yeah, no. Baji uh, was never um, incarcerated, He, but when he showed up, everybody was confused because they thought he was on house arrest. Okay. So that was did, not, definitely not mentioned in the anime. Kids that didn't yep. know the difference, basically. Basically, yes. Okay. Or didn't know better. Um, uh, so then when Mikey is talking about founding Tomon, you see six shadows versus, I mean, you really, so it's just foreshadowing on how many people were actually involved in the um, original gang. Like the founding. In, yeah. How many people were uh, a part of the founding of Tomon. Okay. So it's just a visual representation of information that we already know. Because we watched the anime. As opposed to that picture taken? So this happened before this happened before um we see the picture. Oh, okay. So so we don't actually know what's and technically we don't know what the representation of that picture is. We just know that it's a picture with a group of kids. Right. So yeah, we could assume that that's the founding individuals, but that's not necessarily doesn't necessarily need to be true either. Right. So I was gonna say that that picture was the first time that I that I had noticed that the Manji symbol wasn't there because on the flag when they're sitting in front of it, it's like the two left and the right side have the have their like Tokyo Manji or their Tokyo symbols. But the entire middle is blank. Whereas I had seen it before that that has the uh, the reverse swastika in it. Yep, the Manji symbol. Yep. And then I have more another note, and I have no idea what it means, so I'm not even going to bother putting it. <laughs> can, can I read it? Can I... <laughs> so I I can say it. So um, I wrote during the second meeting with Draken, he tells Takamichi that Kazatora kills Denji, and Mikey kills Tazit. Kazator. I'm like you said Denji. Yeah, who's yeah. Denji? Like Chainsaw Gen- Denji. Yeah, yeah. No, not. It's got to be. You know what? I bet you it um, autocorrected to Denji because. Oh, because your notes have been. My because I've been talking about <laughs> because I had been talking. I had written uh, Baji, which is. We already knew that, so I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that last note is. So don't, don't. You can just. You can just get rid of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that that part was also mentioned in the anime. Then, yeah, that we one hundred percent know that happened. So I, I have no idea what was going on with that one. Um, yeah, it not really nothing of significance changed between nothing of real significance changed between the anime and the manga, which is crazy to see because I mean, typically that few notes happens in like a twelve episode anime, not a twenty four episode anime. So they they did a really good job. Granted. They also covered 73 chapters in 
24 episodes. So they had a lot of content to cover in those episodes. Mm. Okay. So do you know how many episodes chapters are out at the moment? 279. Okay, I was going to say, because I'm pretty sure there's a so, high 200, and if we only, we didn't even break 100, oh sorry. Yeah, we're, we're at like, what, three, we're at technically at the end of season one, we're at, we're at chapter 73, correct? Yep. Wow, so there's still so much more. So if we were to follow this linear program, so four, we can have three four. to four seasons of it, this shit. It'd be four seasons. It's just under... Four seasons. It's insane. So Tokyo Revengers is one of those ones where we're going to keep an eye on it and make sure that like we watch <laughs> every... Do you think four seasons are going to come from this? It would not surprise me. Okay. I would not be shocked if four... four uh, because what they could do is like make an episode or two of what happened at the end or something crazy like that. Whatever the ending is... Let's say say we have this happy ending. You could just have a continuation of the happy ending and make it to finish season four. Or you make season four like 22 episodes or something like that instead of 24 episodes. So I wouldn't be surprised if the following seasons turn into 12 episode seasons. Kind of like how animes tend to turn into lately. But at the same time, if there is so much more manga to cover... Almost 300 chapters of manga. Like yeah. Three times more. Yeah. Um, there's 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 a lot of information to cover. Yep. And I would really, really wish that they don't skip yep. a lot. Yep. Yes. If they stay true to the pacing right. that they did, it would be amazing. Because if you stick true to the original source, typically the finished product in the anime is significantly better okay typically i i mean from we've been doing this for what a year and a half now mm -hmm. and when anime seems weird is when they start going way off into left field compared to the original source whether the original source is a light novel or a manga it doesn't really matter once they start kind of diverting from that is when things start getting either confusing or it's just weird. Mm -hmm. when, wouldn't you agree? I No, 100% agree. Because we've seen this with our latest series with uh, Tokyo Ghoul. Yep. Um, and the most, okay, two dramatic ones we talked about recently as well is, uh, okay, little kids. Uh, Promise Neverland. Promise. Granted, that wasn't recently, but yes, I would agree, I would agree with that. Like, and then even, I wouldn't say worse yet, and but equally as fucked up is... Twin Stars? Twin Stars, thank you. Yeah. When, God. You know, when we had to change our format in our episode because we were like, yeah, it's, it's way too different. Mm. So it's... And I mean... Alec, you're you're kind of an outside viewer and an and an insider. Like, isn't it from what you've noticed, things are can be weird in an anime where it's like, oh, that's a lot of information that they either didn't put in or Yes. Yeah, so yeah, God, I've been watching anime for <laughs> nearly my entire life. So I've I've read a few mangas and yeah, I can definitely attest that it things start to get really and you notice the viewer definitely notices we're like, well, that was a left turn. Where did that come from? And yep. that, that's usually when I turn to manga to be like, is is this in there? Is this factual? Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. But um, I, I what one theme that I've noticed is that a lot of these animes where they're only like 12, 24 episodes a season, they stay true to the manga pretty well, and I, I kind of like that. 
Not only that, but I feel like the more newer stuff today, like today's anime is a lot more on point. Matt, you gave a face. (laughs) Yes. It's it's super hit and miss. Oh, okay. it, I'm like I said, we've we've been doing this l- to the point where yes and no, where there's some okay. Like, I guess Ari Ferretta on our- started getting weird. Uh, Plunderer started getting weird. Oh, um, trying to think of what's. what's I, was gonna, I was gonna say the stuff that we've been covering a lot of seems most seems to be on point, mm-hmm. but Bleach was kind of. I guess um, future stuff seems to be off. Um, let's see. I, I wouldn't say Promise Neverland is really that old. Didn't that come out like a year and a half ago? 2017? I think 16 no. is one season. Season two. Yeah, it was a season one. Season two was like 2020, 2021. 19. Was it really that? No. No, it was older than that. Quick Google search. Yeah. No, see, I was like, it can't be that. It might be that long. 21. Season two came out in 21? Uh, yep. I've not seen season two yet. What? March it, of 21. I did not realize it was that new. I stopped watching that year. That means ago. we covered it pretty fresh when we covered it. Damn. <laughs> okay. Uh, original air date, January 8th, 21. And we covered it in uh, English air date, April 21. And we covered it this year. 22. Yeah, we covered it. So it was like a year, year, yeah, about a year old. Yeah. A little, a little over a year old when we covered it. Okay, so we weren't far off. Season no. one was 2019. I did not realize that. Yes. Season oh, one was 19. You know what? No, I, I thought it was You older. told me to start watching. Okay, so I bought I, my, I told bought, you to watch season yep. one. Yeah. Yes. See, I bought my house and then I was in my basement working out and that's when I started watching it. Okay, yep. now all these memories are starting to come. <laughs> you're just working out and you're like, Oh, you know what would be good after these reps? Watching children go through hell. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going through hell. They need to go through hell. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, okay. Now all these memories are coming back. So, yes, twenty. it came out last year. Last year as in 2021. So, uh, and that's really not that long ago. And that was drastically different. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I looked at it. 148 chapters. Missed. Doesn't even missed. touch. Doesn't wow. even touch anything. Yeah. Yes. I covered 148 chapters in two That's weeks. That's a large block of data. Yeah, it was I I you were, you were telling two different stories. That's all it was. Really? It, yeah. No. Oh, it no, was you were telling the beginning and the end of a story without be telling the middle of a story and yeah. changing the end of a story. Yeah. Wild. Okay, yeah, I, I haven't looked into the Promise Neverland uh, manga at all. So apparently you'd need to listen to our Promise Neverland episode. I have not listened to the Promise <laughs> Neverland, Neverland yeah. episode. It's it's a good, if you need to know, Matt covers it, and they're definitely worth the uh, listen. I, huh. I will say, because I had so much content to cover in a short period of time, I, cut, I skip a lot. Just because there was no way I was going to cover 150 chapters in two weeks. Wow. So Promise Love Neverland is on my rewatch list because I haven't seen season two yet. So I want to rewatch season one and then watch season two. So like I tell people, if you watch season two by itself without knowing anything of the manga, it is fine. It's just fine. It's good. It's mm-hmm. a f- it's a good anime. Compared to season one, it's terrible. But okay. season two on its own is fine. There's nothing r- truly wrong like you have 
a beginning, a middle, and an end. There's a real arc to season two. Mm -hmm. Compared to season one, you're like, what the fuck just happened? So So watch season two and then listen to our episode. Okay. I tell people that all the time. If you like Promised Neverland season one, you will be disappointed in season two (sighs) only because it is kind of off. When you watch it. There's information missing and you know it. And as you're watching the anime, it's really towards the end. It's like, you've skipped a whole portion. I need to know why you skipped portion. As a viewer, it's fine. It's fine. It's a good anime. Point blank, it's a good anime. But knowing that the manga is better is a slap in the face. It's because like, damn. Gotcha. And you think that... The season, uh, season two of Tokyo Revengers will... Do you think it's going to follow to the storyline of the manga? I hope so. Yeah? I truly hope so. Uh, don't spoil it. I I'm, I mean, I haven't seen He's only one two. chapter into it, so it's not like he knows too okay. much. And, and I'll be completely honest, I only read half of the chapter because I'm like, I don't want to know. Okay. Because this is one of those shows, now that I know, that it follows very true where I'm enjoying the storyline of the show so much, I want to see it and then read it. Because I I like to compare and contrast, not judge. Mm -hmm. So I want to know what what they put in anime, and then I want to be like, all right, what did the manga manga mangaka yes mangaka is the the creator yeah i i want to know what he put or she depending on which show what they did and then and then in compare and contrast with what the anime is doing because mm-hmm. like with uh demon slayer following very close so i'm like i just can't wait to vi- i can visualize better what i'm reading after i've seen the anime um, I, yeah I, I can totally follow that mm-hmm so that's that's why I like doing it with like Bleach. Didn't really have a choice. I did not think Bleach was going to come back. So I read the Bleach manga. I read the last handful of chapters just so I knew what happened. It's got to be what like two thousand chapters for Bleach. Uh, six hundred plus. Oh my god, it's such a long. I go through like little. Sp- I I love Bleach. Don't get me wrong, but like. You gotta put in the commitment for Bleach. Like, I think I go through, like, 300 episodes at a time, and then, like, something else will tickle my fancy, and I'll watch it, and I'll completely forget about Bleach, and have to rewatch it all over again. Well, at the rate that Thousand Year Blood War is going right now, it is sticking to action, and I would like to assume that there's gonna be zero filler. You think? Yeah. Okay, that's exciting. So I think the filler stage for anime... Is officially over. I think anime today realizes that filler is only for those shows that don't really matter. Like Bar- the- Barito is like 97% filler. Uh, that's what I've heard. I have not right. watched much Barito. So, and that is brand new. It's new, but it's not like, it's not part of the, oh, I don't know. I'm trying to it- say like the popular, the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like- <laughs> okay. I love that distinction. Yes. So I... I know what you're saying. You're going to offend so many people. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Throw your shurikens at me. I don't care. (laughs) Um, Bardo is the exception to the rule. I I will give you that one. It is the exception because for the most part, everything that we're watching, like Jujutsu, very true to the manga. Mm. So the popular anime from what we've noticed, as I was saying earlier, tends to stick to its original source. Right. That's yeah, I mean that's all I'm really getting at is like it I mean if, let's good anime today is thought provoking 
and straight to the point. Yep, and sticks to the point. That means sticks to the manga. Yes, sorry, sticks to the source. Yes, is, is the best way to say it because, like, um, jobless reincarnation from what we've covered from what we saw for the most part it sticks very true to the original source and that was what 2021's anime of the year mm, so, there. so i'm truly looking forward to what will be considered 22's anime of the year uh there's a lot of there's a lot of good shit out there right now yes 22 was a solid mm-hmm. fucking year for anime if spy family doesn't win i'll be a little disappointed Ooh, <laughs> it's gonna have a quick uh it's it's gonna have a hard run against uh, My Hero Academia's new season. Yes, or even Chainsaw, or Chainsaw, or Bleach. There's or Bleach. Yeah, this, there's so well, many. Good let's just ones talk this about year. this fall season alone. Is the fucking boulder well, this is, that crushes everything. It is year? hard to focus on real life with this many quality <laughs> animes yeah. out there. I will say that that is incredibly difficult to focus on anything else but watching every new episode that comes out. I, I mean, just to give a little plug at our stuff, our short flights episodes. We couldn't pick one, so we picked two because yeah. we're like, we got to do both. We got to. There was no option. Not going to do a third for Spy Family? <sighs> no, we couldn't do three. Three, we, three was too many. If or me two and, was. If me and Matt had no lives, we would have done <laughs> Chainsaw. Yep. We would have done Bleach. We yep. would have done My Hero. Yep. And we would have done Family. Mm-hmm. Yep. Four big fucking names. That's two hours worth of content just to watch Yeah, every week. On top of the podcast itself. Mm-hmm. So, th- I mean... It's a lot right now. Sorry, people, but, I mean, I work full-time. Lance, <laughs> you work full-time, and you're in your busy season, mm-hmm. as our short-flight listeners know. Yeah. Like... I'm working it's, 60 hours a week on top of all this stuff, so... I, I have... We're both married. I have a little one. Like... I can't. I, oh, oh, and on top of that, I go to school. So adult life is really uh, is really getting in the way. Yeah. <laughs> so I I would love to like I think I'm on episode three of Spy Family and I'm halfway through My Hero. Granted, I'm current on the manga, so I know what's going on in the anime. I'm also current on Jujutsu, but. So at least I know what's going on. I so can't wait for Jujutsu. But mm-hmm. that that's for another a topic for another day. And so it's unfortunately life gets in the way sometimes. Lance is like, I can't wait for New Year's so that I can slow down a little bit. I need a solid month, month and a half until I can get back to normal life. Hmm. And then you're gonna be busy again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out of, just, just out of the blue because yeah. Because that's life. Priorities. Stuff. Anime always comes first, right? Yes. Of course. Anime eat sleep work. Yes. <laughs> in that order. If only. <laughs> and and I guess we'll sprinkle our wives in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> we do have wives, that's right. I forgot yeah. that. Isn't that part of work? <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's really all I got. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? No. Just cannot wait for season two. Yep. So many questions. Yep. Amazing anime. Yep. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully it uh, continues on with what it's at. Um, So something I want to kind of keep asking, is this something you guys would recommend to people? Oh, 100%. Definitely. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think I kind of want to continue to ask that with whatever we're watching because it's... 
I feel like we want to go with, would you recommend, would you say to watch it, or would you just kind of pass? Yeah. This, so. is, this is definitely something you can watch. Uh, there might be a scene or two that's cringy to watch with your significant other if they're not quite into the whole anime scenario. Yes. But like... For on a whole, this is this is good. Yeah, yes. I'd say like ninety five percent of this is yep. Perfect. Not only on the watch list, but also on the rewatch list as well. I, I would definitely put it there. Yeah, yeah, it's uh... yeah. There's so many characters to mm-hmm. learn. Uh, I watched this and I listened to this, uh, so I'm glad I re-listened to it while I was at work because I got to relearn about all these characters because there's so many characters. <laughs> But, yeah, there, there's a lot. So, so cool. So, I'm I'm glad you guys enjoyed this. I hope uh, our listeners who haven't watched this episode yet, or excuse me, haven't watched this series yet, will pick up on this because it's a really good one. Definitely one I would suggest to watch before season two either gets dubbed or gets subbed if that's what you're into, mm-hmm. and continue on with this one because it's a good one. It's really good, and I can can't wait to see how this one ends. Mm-hmm. For sure. Absolutely. Agreed. You want to close this out, Lance? Sure. So that concludes our episode of Tokyo Revengers Season 1. Please make sure to rate us and subscribe to us wherever you're listening to because it truly does help a lot. Make sure to also find us on YouTube with our Short Flights episodes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to anything like I said before, and we will catch you guys next time. Thanks.